Dumpster Divas, we are back with another episode of Dumpster Dive with me, Tom Hamlet, and my sister and co-host, Kix. Hello. Hi. How's it going? It's going actually great. <laughs> Do you want to ask me how I'm doing? Oh, how are you? Bad. <laughs> yeah. It's, my have the tables have turned. Yeah. You know. I'm getting help. I will say in the last couple of weeks, um, I'm getting help with a little bit of an extra dose of Lexipro. medication. So I'm feeling great. <laughs> you know, Lexapro, you want a um, courier over to Queens? Um, well, I just started a new dose, so we can find out together. Are you a Lexi girl? No. No, I was Lexi rising, mm-hmm. um, but I found out I'm more of a... Um, Prozac son. Okay. <laughs> no, I take Prozac. Lexapro actually almost ruined my life. But it works for other people. It works for other people. It did not work for my cabeza. I've never taken a med outside of Zanny's. I'm just curious what would happen. Well, I feel great. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you're selling me. I mean, Xanax really is... She's that bitch. She is that bitch. I remember knowing of her from the, from like, I think the first time I knew what a Xanax was, was Brandy Glanville taking a Xanax on her flight to um, Paris and drinking like too much wine and then showing up and being like, or to Hawaii or wherever they went and showing up being like, um, hey, what's up? just fancy free. And I was like, like, well, that looks delightful. Um, I I haven't proudly, and we're about to get kind of serious. I haven't taken Xanax in over like five years because I, I, it was becoming an actual problem. Mm. But here I am up my other dose. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to bring up that then. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to all those who are on their mental health journey, though, because I'm not in therapy, but should be. Yes. Uh, well, okay. Um, I had a, oh, go ahead. I know we're doing an intro, by the way, if you're new to the podcast, this is a reality TV podcast. I, however, I have a um, story about my last therapist session that I must share. Okay. Wait, I know. Wait, it, right? So I, I don't think, you know, I don't think I've told you this. Not for any reason. Anyways. Okay. So. Wait. Okay. After you go, after you go, I have something. Okay. So, um, I had just had to switch therapists because my therapist got, promoted and had to move i do like a um cerebral so it's like over zoom or over a video so i met this woman for the first time the first time you have therapy with someone it's always a little bit hard to get to a full connection i mean it's like very helpful and important but it's not as good as like it doesn't the meat doesn't get there until like three or the meat Two, doesn't even. get the, like <laughs> the meat like it doesn't start cooking doesn't marinate if you will marinate yeah. if you will yeah um so she comes five minutes late i just want to be totally clear this has nothing to do with cerebral i love them to death and they've done wonders for me <laughs> so i just want to preface that cerebral she don't comes, cancel kicks okay yeah she comes five <laughs> minutes late which i'm like okay fine then five minutes in so now we're like 10 minutes into the 30 minute session she gets a ring on her doorbell and is like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. She's like, I just moved. Like, it might be these people to install my fridge. They weren't supposed to come till later. 
so give me two minutes. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. And um, comes back like a hot, not two minutes later, more than that. Men just talking in the background. She doesn't have headphones in. So like I, these people can certainly hear what I'm saying. Right. So she's like trying to continue the therapy and is like, really egging like asking the questions trying to get a hold on what's going on and she's these men are like talking behind her like computer i can see like her eyes you know when you like are like trying to look at not look at someone but you can tell that that you're looking at them yeah yeah of course shifty eyes and she was like i'm so sorry but i have to go (laughs) and i was like okay she's like this won't cost you I won't charge, like, no one's going to charge you for this. Let's reschedule. My only thing with that, though, is, like, it did cost you something, and that was your time. Like. Yeah. It's not like you, because wasn't it on a weekday? Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's, like, work time. It was just kind of hilarious, because it was just, like, a bad situation for everybody. It happened to the first time. If we were, like, six sessions in, I'm sure it would not have been a big deal. Or she would have canceled or rescheduled. Or that, Yeah. Have you ever gotten break, broken up with by a therapist? I know people no. that have. I, yeah. That got dumped no, by a therapist. Has, Not yeah, dumped. This has, I don't mean dumped. You know what I'm saying? Like a therapist is like, we should, we, we need to go our separate ways. <laughs> the work here yeah, is done um, or yeah, I cannot help you anymore. A mutual friend of ours has had that happen to them before, mm. which I'll share offline. It, it's just a funny, it's a funny like way for that relationship to play out. It it, it makes me laugh a bit just because it's just like, oh, what what a blow, you know? <laughs> right, because it's like, what are you doing that they can't talk <laughs> right. to you so, about? So you can't help me. It's like when it's like when your iPhone doesn't recognize your face. And you're like, well, I guess this is me. Back to square one. <laughs> 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 Nothing worse than that. Let me tell you. When you're like you you wake up on a Saturday morning and you're like doing your thing and you go to look at your phone and you're it's like cannot recognize. And you're like, okay, well, let me just lay. Let me just sit up a little. Let bit. me just like tilt my chin. No, no recognition. Okay, let me just move over here. <laughs> move my hair. Okay, it's my yeah, hair. Yeah, it must be. The, it, it's the glasses. Let me take the glasses off. Yeah. And Til- uh, passcode to this. <laughs> Forget the passcode. <laughs> Forget the passcode. <laughs> um, well, we have a fabulous chat coming up with T. Kyle, half of the Legends Only podcast, and uh, just kind of a great dictionary of pop culture. We are going to touch on reality television uh, a bit, but we are not going to necessarily recap. So, do you have any thoughts on uh, Atlanta? Did you watch it? Yes. Um, the whole I'm obsessed with Sheree and um, Drew Drew's dynamic. I think they're going to make and I every show needs like the budding heads that at the reunion. I know they're going to become frenemies like Karen and Giselle. Mm. You know and. I don't know, whoever else, too. I just am obsessed with their dynamic, and I did not see it coming at all. Yeah, no, it's... it's Also, but it reminds you of why Sheree is, like... Should never have left the show. It's just so confusing to me. Like, she's so good. <laughs> she, You can tell she's an OG. She's in that scene, and she's on, and she's ready. And she's like, okay, well, uh, cameras are going. Let's go. And she's... Her and Drew are tweeting back and forth. It's just it's really great. great. I will say the other thing that makes me a little bit crazy is that 
Candy's sexuality and her being liking sex is not a storyline. Like w- when it was, it was one of the most darkest yeah, storylines of all time. Well, no, no, it's no, just- it wasn't. Before that was the end of it. But like she forever had like her sexuality was like a storyline from like season three on. She had a I know, but show. they all are like no, yeah. I know, but I'm saying like I I mean like that was the that was kind of like the the end of her. But then she. You know, she, the reason the dungeon tour existed was because of what Phaedra said about her. She was like, well, I'm going to yeah. just make money off of it then. Yeah. I mean, she's an incredible businesswoman, but it's just like asking her to answer questions about like sucking dick in a locker room. It's like, <laughs> okay. Well, I like her attitude. She's like, okay, I, I wish, but like I haven't. Whose locker room is gender? I can't. We've, gender do, we've talked about this before too with Evan and like how it couldn't have been a woman like... The logistics of that. Yeah. Oh, Evan. I thought you meant Evan like Evan from page six that we had on. I'm no, like, no, no, no. Evan Goldschneider. Yes. Yeah. Like he couldn't have cheated on a woman in a sauna. Right. Logistically. With a woman. That doesn't work. Well, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm sure people have, but. Well, um, we will be back to recapping at some point in the next couple of weeks, but I uh, just wanted to check in there. But we are going to take a quick break and we will be back with T. Kyle in one second. <laughs> And today, once again, we are joined by T. Kyle. You can follow him at T. Kyle on IG. He is one half of the Legends Only pod. Uh, The resume is lengthy and the pop culture knowledge is everything. T. Kyle, welcome. Hello. Thank you for having me. Uh, We have like just I feel like your brain is a is a encyclopedia of just like pop culture, Twitter sphere, gay shit memes. My brain is a mess. (laughs) <laughs> I, I can't imagine it's a mess but I'm, I'm, I'm a gay mess mm-hmm. in the good in the way that we like it so we're you're amongst um um nice like-minded people here so i just can relate to just talking about icons constantly because it's really all tom and i do i've recently saw a tiktok of these people um at a party and they're like every queer party ends with people showing clips of their favorite drag or favorite um Oh, always like pop. It's like a battle for the YouTube playlist performance. Yeah. (laughs) And it's like, it's always like, and we all have like that one friend (laughs) that takes the remote and you're like, Oh no, like they have, like, they're going to pull up the the clip that we, no one wants to watch or like the eight. We got to have rules. Like I can't have, yeah, it has to be quick unless it's like, well, kicks, you say quick, but then like your go-to would be Celine Dion and all of her songs are like 10 minutes long. Yes, which famously an eight minute (laughs) music video. Which worth, I agree, worth, worth, worth the eight. Yeah, you're all of your go-to karaoke songs kicks are (laughs) eight minute long long Celine Dion songs. Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> because now the girls only give us two minute long songs. What the hell are we supposed to do with that? True. So. I can't. I really can't with that. Like, I understand the, and I've heard things about like the record labels being like putting caps on, on time, like how long these songs should be. And like, I, I, that's what I loved about the Adele album is like the length, the like, there, there was, there was an eight minute song in it. Like, I don't know. I can't handle the album in general not getting me through my commute like if i yeah. start <laughs> just chorus drop over right right there's no moment no and we need moments we gotta they gotta go back like like the I, I, i'm sure there's all it's all coming to back me now to me now there we go yeah 
Well, we we always like to check in our with our guests uh, about just kind of like your journey with reality television and like when as a child you like saw reality and were like, oh my God, what is this? Uh, and so like what reality TV made you a quote unquote dumpster diva? That's what we call people who love trash pop culture like us. And if there was like a specific reality star on said show, like go into that. Take it away. Yeah. So I know the exact moment I jumped into the dumpster, mm-hmm. if you will. Yeah. So it started with MTV, mm-hmm. but like MTV Diary, the real world, things that I don't necessarily fall think fall into like the dumpster category. They're kind of like iconic pop culture. Like the real world had a lot of seriousness to it. Yeah. Diary, all those, which are technically reality. But then mm-hmm. when VH1 jumped into the mix with celeb reality, that whole era, mm-hmm. if anyone knows the old logo with the little tail and the, it was like the cube, it was a whole era. That was like my dumpster dive moment. And all of it was so good. So it was like flavor of love, rock of love, Brooke knows best. I love money. Just that whole entire Mm -hmm. surreal life, which was a play off of the real world. Like they took sort of, they kind of flipped reality TV into this whole different genre. Um, Ended not so well for them, but (laughs) the whole like Megan fiasco. (laughs) But uh, we've said here on the pod before that, don't you think that with how popular and rabid true crime docs and pods are these days, like, we there is a like true crime like series that or documentary or something that could be made about that Isle of Money fiasco. Yeah. I mean or even like a Ryan Murphy scripted version of it. Because everything right now too is about just like scammers. And Tom and I have had said this before. We're in like a scammer season. Like all of the true crime, all of like the um reenactment stuff is all scammers. Mm-hmm. Which and that's uh, literally what a lot of VH1 reality TV was. Yeah. Well, I mean, it really changed reality. I think mm-hmm. it changed reality TV, the course of it. No, I I, like, I think that's I think that's a great point. I haven't really thought about it that way. Yeah, because like real world was real world shifted when VH1 did. Because I, I know that some say like real world Las Vegas was like the, the shift into like the new era of real world with like real drama, like made like drama on camera and things like that. I wonder if though that coincided with um, the like introduction of surreal life or anything like that. I'm curious. Are you looking at that up kicks? Is that what you're figuring out? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It might have. Cause it felt like there I was... like Las Vegas. Yes. Well, yeah. I mean, it has stars. It on is it. interesting too. Um, I was listening when you were talking about the ju- juxtaposition that VH1 was so smart. Cause they were like, this is our brand to be a mess. And so what we're going to do is make Bachelorette into Flavor of Love yep. a mess. What we're going to do is make Real World into Surreal yeah, Life Yeah, I just a had mess. the like, Wikipedia up. I'm trying to see what else is. So, yes, Real World Las Vegas was um, 2002. Oh, so that was a little bit before, though. Yeah. Because yeah, I think um, Flavor of Love was... Uh, no, 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 before, before. No, I think it was six late. or seven. Yeah, Six. Mm-hmm. You know, we watched uh, Flavor of Love season one on our Patreon and covered it. And 
plug if you want <laughs> to hear that chaotic coverage. <laughs> the show doesn't hold up in a lot of ways, but the earnest no. there's something <laughs> about Flav's just overall earnestness to find love that is it really transcends. I mean, the guy is just dumb enough to really think he's going to find love on this show. Like, and you can just see in situations, he's like genuinely heartbroken. And to hear the juxtaposition of him saying some, him using the phrase like, well, pumpkin, I blah, 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 blah. In all seriousness. Your time is up. Or short, saying time's up with actual emotion. I mean, it's it's comedy gold. Tom yeah. is really into him, if you can't know. I, I, when we, we watched it, I was like, okay, Flay? Like, I think I'm like feeling things. <laughs> wow. I, not not Flay today. Maybe he will find love. Maybe he will. <laughs> right here in Queens. Um, <laughs> I think, okay, I do think Flay is on my like legends list, though. You, you think, though? Because like, he is a... Is, but he's not the catalyst of that show. He's like the... No, I think he he was outshined. <laughs> well, certainly by... Certainly by, by Miss Pollard. Yes, Miss Pollard. Well, we... In in the spirit of that, Kix, yeah, we, we want to ask and kind of like go around and in honor of Legends Only, talk about like the legends of reality television and kind of like name off a couple on each of our ends. Uh, just that who we think like kind of really changed the game and who will always forever be in the Hall of Fame of like starting like just the iconography that is the, the genre. Um, T. Kyle, any thoughts? Well, I have five that I wrote down. Tiffany Pollard is the top of my list. She's on I my think... list of like 10 because I knew someone was going to bring her up. <laughs> yeah. It's also, too, because it was pre, not pre-social media, but pre-kind of, like, going on a show to get famous on mm-hmm. social media, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, I think I saw a sort of, like, the downfall of shows that I really liked, like, Real World and Bad Girls Club and um, other shows where it felt like people were going on to get on TV so they could be famous online and get their quick little moment. Whereas flavor of love felt like this, like an actual real kind of moment happening in a house that was captured on TV and then put out to the world. Mm -hmm. And there really wasn't like Twitter and, you know, all that extra stuff that um, Mm -hmm. social media is like fun was not, um, there for brand deals. <laughs> Literally. But like, I think there was an element of that, that, and the fact that she now is able to still be so relevant in 2022, the show has mm-hmm. been off the air for almost 20 years. And she is arguably like one of the most memorable memes and like quotable reality stars. Mm-hmm. I think kind of, she unintentionally became an icon mm-hmm. of reality TV without even trying that hard. If like, not that she didn't try because she obviously like, you know, came back from multiple shows and really gave us moments, but yeah, it just, I think that kind of speaks for itself. So she's my number one. Uh, my number two is big Ange. Of 
course. I mean, that is such a good one. Because again, like she was really like hidden in the first season mm-hmm. and then like just became this beloved reality TV icon, quotable, all of it. Um, and then I have Abby Lee Miller oh, as a legend. You know, these and, are excellent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I'm going to give her this one is because again, like a lot of that show doesn't hold up in terms of like uh, certain things. Yeah. Um, but like all reality TV and a lot of movies from that time period don't. Mm-hmm. So it's not that I'm, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you get of course, it. I get totally. It. Absolutely. But Abby, the reason why I'm giving her legend status is because now there is this whole movement with Gen Z discovering dance moms and going back and finding dance moms and it's taken over TikTok. I mean, it is just all over TikTok. And I think mm-hmm. that is, that puts you in a legendary status. The fact that you can, your season and your show and you as a reality star can be relevant to this generation yeah. that did not grow up watching that weekly. Mm-hmm. It really um, transcends like, it, it's insane that Abby Lee Miller transcends generations. <laughs> Yeah, I just think of her in that wheelchair at that um, at that <laughs> convention when she like max mm-hmm. runs away. She out. and then literally just floored it down like Thirty Fourth Street. Yeah, the woman is for insane. some reason that came up on my TikTok literally today. I think yeah. <laughs> well, I, I'm not I'm not a TikTok TikTok. Oh my god, TikTok girl. But um, I know I need to be, which I know. I'll, but but what clips are they like? taking on on tiktok of hers so that for some reason came up today also the there's a voice over that they're a sound if you will that they're using where she talks about like and on the bottom of the pyramid is blank <laughs> you were best but you were not great and so people are doing like rating like products or like yeah that's um rating people on reality tv so it's that's funny. genius God, and her know. fight with Kelly, where it's like, listen, dingbat, is another one. Yeah. I was yeah. a Kelly stan. Get your finger out of my face. And she's like chomping. <laughs> Kelly. That one is. Kelly was the OG yeah. Karen, I feel like. <laughs> oh, I think she. Abby Miller was the OG Karen. No, but Kelly. No. Abby Miller wasn't a Karen. She was just like, had. No, it. Jill is a Karen. <laughs> Wait. Is Kelly. Kelly and Christy were like the queens of that show. Also, I would give them like legend status as well. <laughs> Jill was the Karen of the group. Oh, Jill Kendall's mother. Yes, I'm remembering yeah. her now. Who's it's, go ahead. There's few people in the world that you must say first and last name for, and Abby Lee Miller <laughs> is really one of them. And that also puts you in a legend status. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, you we've tif- you say Tiffany Pollard, you don't have to say Tiffany, yes. you know. I mean, wait, who's the, who's the dance mom the, that made her own um, honey, the honey, what's it, what's it called? When she like. Oh, Kathy. Kathy. See, I liked yeah. Kathy a lot because she was not made for prime time. <laughs> no, they're friends now. <laughs> ALM they, and they her? They do like, they do like YouTube videos ALM. together. Mm-hmm. I just watched one actually like this morning. <gasps> oh my God. That's like all I'm gonna do tonight is dive into the two of them gabbing. Yeah, and what did she was explaining how producers made her um, the candy apples do that problematic dance, and she was saying, and she was like, "You know, Abby, like I didn't want to do that, but she was like away, and the producers like had 
the Candy Apple dance group do this like really problematic dance. I have a lot of questions about a dance teacher that doesn't dance. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, I think she did dance at one point. But how do you think. teach someone to dance if you're not dancing? I know, but I actually know I know a couple Abbeys in this world. <laughs> Dance teachers who don't dance. Yeah, you know, sometimes, you know, when someone, <laughs> this is going to be mean. I mean, I think it's, yeah. But, you know, when someone kind of gets left behind while everyone else like goes on to bigger and better things and then they <laughs> hang back and take on the studio. I don't know. I mean, and that's their calling, you know. I think that that was sort of like how the cookie crumbled for Abby Lee Miller. Mm-hmm. Great. <laughs> Didn't mean to clear the air. I mean, she wasn't wrong a lot. So no, she's not wrong. And also, there's like people who there are Point those toes. Yeah, there are. I feel like there are cheerleading people who are not cheerleaders. Right, like Monica isn't being thrown in the air on cheer. Right. So right, but she's like that doesn't work. And there are other levels of coaching that aren't just. But but remember, Abby wouldn't like wouldn't like be like here's the number and then like take yeah like it, pop lock and drop take it, it from yeah. the top yeah. like she would just have those other girls like the older ones do all the the teaching and she would be like your toe looks bad <laughs> your bottom yeah bottom of the pyramid they like made her look like the lead because she was the personality right. but there right. was always the other choreographers wait so that was four you have one more i think right was that four that was three Oh, so I put um, Paris and Nicole. Yeah. With the simple life. Of course. Incredible. That is like legendary status. Completely. Are we grouping them as one? Yeah. They're, yeah. they're together. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just clarifying. Great. <laughs> um, and then I also think Real Housewives holds a legendary status, even though totally. it's in like its new era now. It's, but yeah. It's flop era. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Dubai may bring us up. Miami and Dubai are really like gonna carry us. I think. I think, but but the big issue with housewives that they're having is what we spoke about, like kind of with the Tiffany stuff. Is too many of them know what they need to do, like before right. the red light is on, and like it just doesn't it doesn't work right anymore. Like we need to see. That's why Potomac just landed so well and continues to be great, is because these. They don't in Salt Lake. Yeah, they don't. The they they they're not worried about the flat tummy tees, really. Like they're more just like looking for a way to stay on the show because they need it financially. Sometimes there needs to be some stakes on the line. I think mm-hmm. when with these people, although I guess Beverly Hills is not that way. Mm. Well, so maybe that's that's wrong. There are probably some that, yeah. need, that need it more than others. <laughs> I'm not sure. Well, speaking of steaks, um, <laughs> take it away. I so my five. I'm gonna go out of order that I wrote them because I think on the housewives' um, tale of this, I do think Kelly Ben Simone is a legend, okay. and I'm coming from someone I don't care for her at all. I'm also not like I love reality TV. I watch it. I'm not the biggest like n- nothing compares to Tom's brain of this, but there's something about her that her crazy antics and the memes of it all and how she still is the same even off the show I find her legend status 
And that's probably the nicest thing I could ever say about her. That's probably one of the <laughs> nicest the, things she's ever heard. All of all five boroughs have said about her. Um, I don't. I don't know if you guys. Speaking of TikTok, annoyingly, but she is on TikTok and is so awful at it. And it just. But I don't think it's intentional. No, no, no it's not. No, 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 And that's why I like her. Yeah, but nothing she does. She has is a horse in yeah. her house in her Manhattan apartment. Like not a live horse, a porcelain horse. Yes, thank you. I wish it was live. That would be. But she also has like a very i like iconic and legendary like background. She's not like from nothing or like her. She didn't. She's not famous because of the show. She was famous before the show. So she's on there for me. I also think Jeff Probst um, to put on a very different hat. Mm-hmm. I do think that he is. If you watch Survivor or not, like he is like reality TV. Survivor's been around for 42 seasons. So, and they do one a year or maybe two a year. Did I just make that up? That's they a lot two. of years. No, they do two. No, I, no. I think two it's two. Year. Yeah. No, they do two a year. That's why they were on I'm like, 40. Wait, there's no way they have done this for 40 years. No, no, no. <laughs> yes. It used to be like one a year, I think. Yeah. And then um, they, they turn it out now. I'm mm. sticking with hosts for some reason, but. I Tyra Banks, of course. You can't say reality TV without saying Tyra Banks, I think. Um, then this kind of derails a little bit, but <laughs> <laughs> what next? I have I have Tiffany and Flavor Flav on here just because those um, like America's uh, America's Next Top Model and Flavor of Love were like my intro to reality TV, so I have those on here. I so my final one. Because I couldn't pick one person. I think the Bachelor Mansion as a building deserves as legendary status. Because while I'm not a Bachelor, like, ride or die, there's, like, something about Bachelor Nation that obviously has stuck around. It was, like, Flavor of Love and all of those of love shows are based and exist because of Bachelor. It's true. the, The house is ugly as I've ever seen. But it's iconic and it's a legendary house. Do they use the same house every? Yeah. Oh wow! I don't know. Like I wouldn't be surprised if they don't stay there. No, <laughs> they stay because they're in like bunk beds in the attic. Yeah, <laughs> like, they're not like. But like the the um, lead of the season stays like in the house next door or yes. something about it. But it's ugly. There's too many plants. The lighting's horrible. It's just so tried and true. It lives in my legend list i think that's a great list i I have to agree Mm -hmm. i i you know my number one which i can't believe no one mentioned was nini i mean nini really Mm -hmm. is talk about like i had her in my housewives yes in like your housewives section of the yeah i mean she Mm -hmm. she, talk about talk about someone who like transcends like eras like and TikTok has taken what what I love too about TikTok as someone who's not on it um, is like the way the kids pick up sometimes the most random moments. It's mm-hmm. hilarious. Like the the whole thing of her running in the heels and the like <laughs> the the mm-hmm. run the mile in the heels thing and the mini skirt and jeans. It's, it is hilarious, of course, when it was on the show. But the fact that they like came to that as like a moment to like circle in yeah. on I'm like how do your it's just wild that they're like in my mind I think of like closure like some married man I think of like the iconic watch what happens live appearance with the like good night like that whole thing you know things like that 
or <laughs> the Star Jones fight, like, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> which is everything. But for them to like hone in on this, like her running in the heels, I mean, it's it is hilarious. So, I once again love how she transcends the the uh, generations. Uh, also, I have Alyssa Edwards. We have to give you know props oh yes. where props are due. What a good one! Yes, talk about kind of the, a hybrid of Abby Lee Miller and the drag queen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She... Maybe Kelly Ben Simone. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> She has a little Luann in her too, to me. Like yeah, a little. Yeah. She does. Like, like, I love Alyssa. Same. I love her. And I. She's the same on camera as she is off. Oh, that makes. And me that's just, why I love her. That makes me so Talk happy. Talk about a here. video that we play at every like. Oh. Two a.m. at a party. Of course. The shut up and drive video. Forget it. Yeah, that mm-hmm. that has to be on the rotation. And if it's not in the rotation, you have the wrong circle of friends. I think you're watching it in your bed when you get home <laughs> at the end of the night. <laughs> Oh, there are times when I come home drunk and I'll watch it like literally. <laughs> I did it the other night, I think. Like I, I had the phone like the, like an inch away from my eyelids and was like, <laughs> Kix and I we always say we want to do that for Halloween one year is go as yeah. the two of them and the Leos, the black and the white Leo. Oh, yeah. I think... It's an it's a niche reference, but I think that everyone would get it. We also the gays lost would get like it. two, three years to Halloween from the <laughs> pandemic. So let's give ourselves some grace. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Also, it's a reference that's a bit like old at this point, but I think we we could do it. Um, I also have as a trio. I, I'm, I got a little creative. Kim, Kyle, and Kathy as as a group, mostly because I wanted. I just had Kim Richards on here. But felt like I you die for that. I die. For, I I will do anything for Kim. And I don't know that her Kim, sisters can like, say the same. Is <laughs> the storyline like yes. Kim is the root of the Richard sisters being mm-hmm. on that show? Even though Kyle started mm-hmm. and was like the I don't know the the lead almost in the beginning. I think Kim is like roots that whole story. I agree. And the and most of the beginning of Beverly Hills. Completely. I don't think a lot of what happened would have gone down without her her there. And she the clip have you have y'all seen the clip of her in um Black Snake Moan, I believe is the movie with Christina Ritchie. Have y'all seen that? No. So No. Okay, so <laughs> go on YouTube and watch it after this. <laughs> she is an actress. Like like She's amazing. There's like a clip that went viral-ish a bit ago of her in Black Snake Moan. And it's a scene of her at the grocery store. And she plays Christina Ritchie's mom. And she's like acting. And you're like, oh, I think this woman has like actual acting chops and talent. I think she like is the talented one. Yikes. Well, Why is that yikes? I mean, Kyle, I feel like uh-huh. Kyle. Although, did we all see Halloween Kills? Yeah, no. I would say mm. she was excellent in it. She was <laughs> the movie was awful and not in a fun bad way. No. I, it was just bad. Everyone was saying she was good. She, she was very job. good. I was surprised at how good of a job she did. Um, we already said Tyra, but I had as a duo Tyra and Tiffany. Why did we? Di- why did we duo them together? No, Tiffany. No, Tiffany. How could you do the the? Oh, Tiffany on I was A&T-M. like Pollard and Tyra. But- no, oh, I, I didn't put I didn't put New York on here because I figured that would be somewhere in the mix here. But yeah, 
Tyra yes. and the Tyra and Tiffany fight made yes. that show for Tyra and made Tyra a lot of money. And I still think that Tyra still needs to her cut lots. her a check <laughs> at some point for her success. Because I don't know that Tiffany is living the same same uh, life that Tyra is, you know? I don't know. Like, No, she has a hair. She does have a hairline. Yes, we, we, we Googled that. Which, that, I mean, great. I just mean, like, that is that was kind of a beginning moment for pop culture and for reality TV as a genre, but... Lastly, it was like truly oh, the ahead. first like viral meme, if there could have been one at the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, yeah, completely. It's and then like, lastly, okay. uh, Kelly Catron, because oh, she deep cut. She really was a grounding force in the awful era of Hills, the city, that sort of stuff. Like she's. I don't. I feel like she's too smart to like be able to lean into like the fake storylines of that, and that I think that just might be her. And like Kel on Earth, and I, and she was on. Oh, she was also on America's Next Top Model for a bit. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I think that she just kind of is a forgotten about star of of, of the genre a little bit. She was a little like Simon Cowell. I felt like she was always honest and yeah, no, I, blunt, yeah. And, and I liked her, like, just, I don't give, she didn't give a fuck, like, what she looked like. No, what she, she didn't have to either. No. And I I love a reality star that is, like, also just a, a boss in life. Like, that's why Bethany mm-hmm. is forever amazing, right? Is because, like, she can, like, pause her business and, and then film a scene and the scene's iconic and then she goes and sells million dollars or makes a million dollars in a day or something like that you know I don't know there's something like so amazing to me about women like that who can just like do it truly at all and I want I just want I want to know like what she's up to these days I think she's still working in the industry isn't she yeah well I need That's a camera on her <laughs> I think she's well, over there that. was like rumored Leah McSweeney was trying to get her on the housewives oh she would never um, do that. Her, I don't think. Her and Leah oh, McSweeney no. are really close. No, never, never in a million years can I see her doing that and like mucking it up with those ladies. It just doesn't feel like her vibe. But Mm-mm. well, I feel like this is like an iconic list. I have to say, since you are like a like encyclopedic knowledge of pop culture, with outside of reality, are there like legends that the gays sleep on, like that we aren't like indulging with like are there pop girls that like you wish more of the community could throw legend status at i think normani stands out Mm -hmm. as like my top of that list um but i think also that has to do with like her label not having Mm -hmm. like something to put out right um but i think normani has x factor and i think it's been untapped what is the, I know that I, I've known of the label stuff. Like, do you know any like details on like why all of that is, or it's just like wrong, wrong management situation. Oh, I have no, I mean, we're in kind of like the singles. It was kind of like what we were talking about before with everyone doing short songs. Right. It's like mm-hmm. now people just want to do little hit singles and get placed everywhere, but not do like an album with a whole concept and a tour and all that stuff it's we're in like a singles landscape so she had this massive single and it 
had big impacts was like a pretty big hit it's so good it still is good (laughs) was she on what show did um she come from what like reality uh x factor oh fifth harmony was on x factor yeah yeah they were on britney's season simon cowell yeah oh i didn't realize that oh yeah they were like they all entered separately they got put together by the judges and it was like lilas or something or like Mm -hmm. and then they had to change their name before the live shows like a one direction moment wait is one direction x factor as well Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And they were put together. You came on the show. Yeah. Oh wow! Look at me. I don't. I don't know things. I. I do think Fifth Harmony really. <laughs> they're so good. I'm sorry. They, they're amazing. I, they were. R.I.P. But Tom, you love a girl group. Though. I mean, you'll ride for. I do. Um, the other one too. The other one, Little Mix. No, I genuinely can't think of Little Mix. You, you act like you like don't acknowledge them as quality music. Well, says I'm a mixologist, but she she's not. Where you stand with 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 the little mix girls with the mixies <laughs> with the mixies. <laughs> Heartbreak anthems, a pop. It is. I mean, the the stuff is good. Kicks. I keep saying the kicks. Mu- magic music video. We talked about this recently because <laughs> I recently saw it. One was one of the most upsetting things I've ever seen in my life. You, uh, there are so many more upsetting things. Than I know. That. I'm kidding. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> well, Tikayo, what is there anything else that you are consuming right now, like in pop culture, TV, movies that that you're loving, that you're obs- uh, you're obsessed with, TikTok, any of that? It's all TikTok for me mm-hmm. right now. It is like, to me, it is pop culture. Is TikTok mm-hmm. right now? It's driving music. It's driving, not driving TV, but like. It's just every, I mean, I don't know if I've seen another app do this. I mean, I think Tumblr at one point had a huge impact on culture and internet, like aesthetics. And there was kind of like the Tumblr girl era of like fashion and Mm -hmm. photo shoots, like kind of like this photo dump stuff that we see on Instagram, like was very MySpace- tumblr inspired but now it's all like i don't really watch anything like i haven't been watching any new reality shows they're just not doing it for me Mm -hmm. um but tiktok like just being able to watch people from all over the world do things that i would one like never be exposed to or like learn how to do like i just think is so cool it's such a creative interesting like eclectic community Mm -hmm. and yeah it's such a smart i mean obviously like a brilliant app because like you're a tiktok tom's tiktok all of us look we're watching so many different things because it's brilliantly curated to what we want to see so like book and house renovations or food or pop culture or bravo you know fashion makeup all these things it's it's a wild app and that's why it takes up so much fucking room on a phone <laughs> yeah it really does i know that's my thing i'm always like this app i can't watch i can't do anything this app is taking up all the space yeah i mean it's the short form and the quick fix of it all too like we're saying with music right now with tiktok i mean 
the three minute TikTok videos are arguably long. Like, and we sit here and watch housewives for hours a week. No, so it's like it's very interesting. And YouTube's getting into short form videos as well. But yeah, I mean, it's TikTok really started as like a music like dub smash. Yeah, it's like musicality. Like yeah, horrifying app. Yeah, because I rem- mm-hmm. I remember like the early ads for it were just people doing like weird dub smash dances things. And they're like they're hopping yeah. up and down awful. with like makeup on. So, yes, those yeah. yes, they're so creepy. Yeah. I'm like, what is awful. this? So weird. And then when I heard people were using it for like other things, I'm like, what could you be possibly using that for? But then now I I like don't even know how some of these like kids in the middle of Nebraska can have the skills to edit the things that they put together. My mind is just blown. We've mm-hmm. been in, we've been indoors, not able to leave our homes for over two years. So that's why it's really popped off in the pandemic. Yeah. I think the pandemic had a huge part in it. Also too, in a weird way, like TikTok is almost old school reality TV for me. Like you have someone who is genuinely just trying to like share their story or share their talent or whatever it is and they're not trying so hard like they just kind of throw themselves in front of their camera and they're not over scripted they're not over i don't know like polished and old reality tv was like that yeah. i felt like it mm-hmm. was just people and you're like you're just learning from like the real world this was like oh these people from all over america come together um, so in a way like TikTok has a little bit of that quality too. It's like, I'll find an artist who's in the middle of nowhere making beats on their laptop. And I'm like, this is cool. Um, no, that's a good point. I think that that's a, that's a really good observation of like exactly what works about it. And yeah, because reality, you're right though. Like reality, the problem is reality can't go back to where it was. No, it, it can't ever. It's. The glory days of reality TV are over. Yeah. And the reason 90 Day Fiance works is because those people are like, I, I think that that world works a little bit still because there are real stakes on the line with those people and they don't, some of them care about the the afterlife of 90 Day, but 90 TLC doesn't give them shit. So like they have to pay for everything. There's not a lot of glamour in filming that p- television program. So I think the humor there works sometimes because in the memeable moments work there sometimes because there the stakes are high and the value stays low, <laughs> you know, but you're right. I mean, we can't ever go back to what the, the iconography of like all of the, of love shows and things like that where pumpkin went to go be a substitute teacher after she got kicked off <laughs> Of like those things would never happen. Like you get kicked off a show and then you're like, she's literally an accountant. <laughs> like, which that in itself, what does she account for? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, can you imagine taking your taxes to pumpkin? No. <laughs> shit. My, if you're like, okay, I need an accountant. I'm like new business. Got to get my shit together. You like walk in the door and you're like, Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> I would just start reciting the entire scene of her getting eliminated completely. Exactly. Monologue it. There is an like, amazing spit on my face. <laughs> can you spit on my face? There was an amazing meme that was going around the other day of um, be- it was a picture of Hottie and Beyonce, 
and they looked alike. <laughs> have you seen Hottie's TikTok? I have. No. I fo- I follow Hottie on IG. The comment but I feel like her section. Now gonna come up after. This. Oh my god! You have to. The best part about it is every single TikTok that she does. <laughs> the comment section is all like Beyonce with like question marks. <laughs> every and that's why i'm just like this is again goes back to like the legend status of that show is the fact that that's still the thing yeah oh gosh i mean she, 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 i learned who luther vandross was through her mm-hmm. <laughs> as a kid probably i'd heard like a luther song from my parents car probably but i also then with the her looking like beyonce i'm like does beyonce just look like luther vandross <laughs> And she's like, and she's like in the middle of like the wow of like the the beehives gonna cancel you of, for that one. The like yeah. anamorphs like is like we have Beyonce and Luther Vandross and in the middle spot is Hottie, Hottie in the middle. <laughs> What's hilarious about it too is that Beyonce knows who Hottie is. Like no, no doubt about it. Absolutely no, like no doubt she knows who Hottie is. She's seen that scene. Oh yeah, it's so iconic. I'm convinced she has like an alt somewhere and is seeing everything and just laughing. Uh, I want to see her laugh, you know, sometimes <laughs> I feel like we would get a laugh out of her. That's so dark. I just mean, like she's so guarded with like the way she appears to us that yeah. it would be fun to see. I would, yeah, I would love to see her on the couch, like at 1am scrolling TikTok with the phone, like inches from her face. Laughing. With like a tequila and yeah. Ugh. But she's just giving us more Ivy Park, which I also like. So mm-hmm. that's the other. That's the other thing that the pop divas need to stop doing is making things. I want mu- <laughs> I want music. Oh yeah, that's the fad. The other keep. I'm I'm okay with the short songs if we just had them. Like I feel like we don't have them because some of these ladies just want to make, you know, money, money. But well, because it's all streaming, like streaming and digital. Like in many ways is great, but also ruined a lot of really good things too. Like we're not buying albums. I mean, no. granted, I did buy Lemonade because I was like, okay, here's my money. So right. there's mm-hmm. every once in a while I'll buy a full album. Or but I mean, it's interesting now too because streaming digital now everyone also has like they're also releasing vinyl records, which is like like with every album now you can also buy it on vinyl, which is so backwards literally but um yeah it's just they gotta make the their coin i guess mm-hmm. i mean i think that it'll... but everyone has a skincare line everyone has a makeup line at this point How, literally housewives included yeah Haley beaver is coming out with a skincare line i just saw it on her instagram it's like I mean, okay, everyone has yeah, one. Like, like, how can it be that different? And how how can yours be? How can you monetize that much on yours? You know, up compared to someone else. But they, I mean, the market seems to make they they seem to make money. Almost all of them. I bought Ariana Grande's awful eyeliner. I was hopeful because <laughs> she has iconic <laughs> eyeliner, and I bought it. And I'm like, this is a crayon. <laughs> no, are you serious? <laughs> yes, it's awful. Oh, God. Yeah, I saw some reviews about the first round. Has she since Horrible. stopped doing that? I didn't don't think I knew she had an eyeliner. It's yeah, in round she two, I think. has a makeup company called REM or REM. Oh, yes. Um, I will say, speaking of celebrities, Rare Beauty, who's Selena, Miss Selena Gomez, incredible. Skincare? No, it's makeup. Makeup. 
bananas. Literally. Well, I use Fenty so Fat Water as my toner. I have to, and it, it, it works. <laughs> and I love saying the name. <laughs> so I guess, you know, there's I've a heard market. They're good too. Here we yeah. are talking about No, it, no, so. Fat Water. Well, I mean, like, I have the whole pack, but the Fat Water toner, I am obsessed with. I use a different face wash, but the toner, and it lasts a good time. Like, I, I had the, like, tester kit for probably about like three or four months before I like went to actually buy the, not the tester. Like I bought the kit, but like, it's like the sample sizes of it. You're walking in Sephora, putting the testers in your purse. <laughs> no, that's what I was doing. I mean, like, I mean like I bought the, like the travel kit of it. that's smaller just yes, to test yeah. it just in case I didn't like it. And the face wash was not for me because it was a little too oily. Like I need something that's gonna, I have oily skin. So I want to like tone that back a touch. So, but I used the, the toner and the moisturizer and it's, like made my skin like very even and clear. Wow. So Fenty, Rihanna, nailing it. <laughs> um, well, T. Kyle, any uh, final thoughts before we let you go on, on, on reality, on anything we chatted about today? No. I mean, is there anything that you recommend watching now? Yes. I'm sort of like, I mean, Summer House is iconic. Summer House is iconic. And that show falls into the, like genres of things that I think you did you watch this season or did you watch like just like yeah it got a little dark at the end I think they're gonna have to shift gears but I do think mm. we are heading into transitional it's a lot of couples yeah I do want to say something and on that note yeah. what when I was writing my reality TV legends I ended up crossing this out because I was like this is literally crazy Lindsay Padma. It says work as twins. Oh my god! <laughs> one season wonders. <laughs> one and a one and a half because half of them came back for oh, right, right, on right. second. So like, yeah, yeah. one point um, two five, I guess. Really, I have just an odd like. I think there there's few people on reality TV I love that are monsters, and they are one of them. Mm-hmm. And they literally made it to my list, and I crossed them out. <laughs> I mean, say it. Own your truth. I, they are your Kim. They, I have Kim. That you, I have Kim Richards. You have the Workus twins. It seems. <laughs> well, oh, yeah. Man. Summer House is great. I also, um, I can't... Miami Real Housewives of Miami was incredible. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. if you're like want a good Housewives um, show that is fresh and new. I mean, there the women have been. Most of them have been on the first um, seasons of it. But it was so excellent. It really like resurged my love for Housewives. It, um, and it kind of has the casual, it has a very casual viewing aspect of it where it's yeah. not like the, the women are clearly not trying to stage fights or things like that. Like it's very, it feels very authentic. Miami's uh, like, I've never lived in Miami, but it feels to me like it's a very small place. So like everyone tangentially knows each other and the fashions are fabulous. They the work the, the, the work they've gotten done is crazy. Yes, and this and, and you don't need to go. I didn't. I've never seen season one through three. So and we. I oh, they're good. It. Oh, really? Season two of Miami is probably one of the best reality. Oh God, you think? Or Real Housewives seasons? Well, like it has everything that makes a housewife season great. It has like friends of that are, yeah, it's really good. And they kind of ruined it with season three, but it's fine. Well, the new season that just came out, I think it's on Bravo right now. Um, 
fucking incredible. Yeah, it's great. Also, I, I'm always going to suggest 90 Day, but I'm trash like that. So I don't know if that's something you're willing to dive into. What I've seen of it, I have loved. I just never like got hooked in. There's a, the current, the two, the two storylines right now that are happening that are pretty compelling. One is there is a man who will end up on a Dateline episode at some point. He, <laughs> his, his, so 90 day they're coming to America. Um, Cause then there's the other versions where they go to the, the, the place where their, their loved one is strategically called Be- the before, other way. No, no, that's not the other way. That's before, before the 90 days, the other way. Oh. Well, it's, it's complicated. Someone needs to work on their names. Cause the names I feel like are so, so wordy, but the other way is the so other way is stupid. such a bad name yeah. for a television program. Well, it's before <laughs> then. Oh, so 90 day fiance, the other way it's too, too many, too many words. Um, no. So one, this man has been like buying this woman, all these luxurious things. She lives, um, I believe I can't remember where she lives, but, but she gets there. She's under the impression that he's like very wealthy and he is very wealthy, but he decides as a test to see that she's not materialistic to go live in his childhood home that has not been like had any upkeep. And he picks her up from the airport in a 15 passenger van and is like, Hey, this is my car. And they get to the house and like, this is the house. And she's freaking out. And he's like, he was like, Oh, so you just like, all you like is nice things. And she's like, well, no, like you, like you bought me like Chanel bags. And then like, we're getting here. Like I'm more worried about like, how did you afford a Chanel bag when you have a 15 passenger van and, and this house? And so the whole like testing her did not work. And they're, we're dealing with the aftermath of that. And he's looking like a full sociopath. So that's been, that's been interesting. And then the other one is this, <laughs> these two TikTok influencers fell in love online and he, <laughs> he looks like he is living in West Hollywood yet he's living in North Dakota with his in his parents basement and she thinks they'll eventually move to California and it looks like they he wants to just live in North Dakota forever and she's learned that upon arrival um mm. in the states oh. and they the seeing them walk around North Dakota like at the grocery store both looking like like she has a lot of work done. He looks like a cartoon character with his with his outfits. And seeing people just like in this rural town in North Dakota also at the same grocery store. I mean, it's it's pretty impeccable television, so give it a watch. I, I'm enjoying it. <laughs> T Kyle's not convinced. <laughs> no, I my whole thing is like starting something new. It's like a commitment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't know where to begin. There's oversaturation like well there's so many if you start if you want to start from a beginning spot i always say before the 90 days the first season is the like is the bible is 90 day bible Mm -hmm. and i watched the one with what's her name is it like not linda they're all kind of lindas I forget. Yeah. It's all Linda, Jason. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, um, before we let you go, T. Kyle, can you just tell everyone where to find you, where to listen to the pod and all that fun stuff? Oh, yeah. So Legends Only is out weekly, and it's available on all platforms. And then I'm on TikTok, at T. Kyle, Instagram, T. Kyle, and then Twitter, T. Kyle Mac. 
There you go. And you, your remixes are amazing, by the way. We didn't even like talk about the music aspect. Oh, of thank all you. Of you do, but they were gen- really genius, and that's such a cool, cool other side of all all, all the stuff you do. So, a lot of reality TV edits and Wendy Williams in there. Yeah. <laughs> Which I mean, like another, my old school Tumblr would edits. We consider her reality TV. I want to include her in every list of stars. You know, she deserves it. Wendy she deserves a legends yeah. list. Oh, I wish she was on some kind of a reality show. Well, she no wasn't. Oh no, she wasn't on Celebrity Apprentice. Although that was a missed opportunity. No, that would make a lot of sense. Like she that was should, the show. I would. Yeah, I, I think that she should be the host. <laughs> you? Oh my god! Yes, <laughs> kicks. That's genius. She did host the one A list <laughs> reunion. Reunion. Yes, where she was so sweaty that she was mopping up her face with her wig <laughs> because it was at that like um, I forget where it was A list New York. Yeah, she hosted mm-hmm. the reunion. That's the one with the gays, right? Yes. <laughs> that one underrated reality show also does not hold up well. <laughs> the gays can't really seem to get a show, you know, like the reality. Yeah. <laughs> they can't. That's like one. A list Dallas was really good. I feel like Candy that's my whole thing gay- is I keep going back to like old shows and rewatching old shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like something new, I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm the same way. Don't you worry. Tom gets mm-hmm. mad at me about it all the yeah, time. Yeah, cases watch Vampire. Jersey Shore. Uh, fantastic old Jersey Shore seasons. But yeah. Which also makes its resurgence on TikTok too, like here mm-hmm. and there. Oh yeah. yeah. Mob Wives. But Kicks, you, Mob Wives Chicago. You need to watch Mob Wives. Okay. Have you seen Mob Wives Chicago? No, I've never seen Mob Wives Chicago. I've only seen OG. Is Chicago have many seasons? No. So they only got one season. This is a crime. No pun intended. <laughs> but like... VH1 had this one summer and it was Big Ange, her spinoff, and Mob Wife Chicago. And they were back to back. That was like their double header. Yeah. And it flopped. So they both got canceled <laughs> and they literally didn't even give Mob Wife Chicago a reunion. But they're so good. Okay. Well, I'll, I'm time to deep dive. I've been wanting to watch Mob Wives from the beginning again, to be honest, because. I miss it. Mm-hmm. And the culmination of that show being at that bizarre reunion with that like table in the abandoned warehouse and they just enter one by one and fight. <laughs> that was like one of the best reunions though. Amazing. It's a genius premise too. Like who hosts the Mob Wife's reunion? Uh... So they had a journey with the reunions. <laughs> at first it started out like Andy Cohen style where they just had someone mm-hmm. sitting and moderating then they did one that was like a mob boss dinner <laughs> with Big Ange having that like diamonds, like crystal headpiece yes. or whatever. Yes. And they're all just at this gigantic like dining room table. Like, it was just like a filled with like food. It was so bizarre. <laughs> so that was like a reunion. And then the last one, which is iconic, they just rented out a warehouse on the West side. They set up folding chairs and a folding table and brought them in one at a time and told them to sort their shit out. Yeah, kicks. It's it looks like an interrogation room, and there's just it's like someone will be like, <laughs> like it's empty, like dead empty, empty, and nothing. Someone will come in and they'll just run at each other and yeah. start just get drag up, Karen. Them. Yeah, 
<laughs> yeah, Dorita literally walks in. She has her bag, her jacket, and everything. And what's so wild about this is, like, my, my friend was working that reunion. Mm-hmm. And literally, like, she just got there. Like, the way that they showed them, like, pulling up in their car, getting out, and then walking in is exactly how it went down. So she shows up, gets out of the car, has her bag and her jacket, walks in, slams her bag down, and just goes to bite Karen. It says, <laughs> get up, Karen. I I really loathe Karen. Okay, well, I'm sold, so. And yeah. Drita, isn't Drita going to be on? Drita. Drita's amazing. And Drita and Big Angela. Natalie. Yeah, oh my God. But Drita's going to be on one. that show, the College Hill show, I believe. No, she's not on that show. She's on a different show. There's a show that she's going to be on that's coming out soonish. It's like a reality oh. TV. Oh, is it? No, I don't know. I don't know. Look it up. Someone, if you're listening, look it up. Um, well, TKL, once again, thank you so much for being here. This was a blast. Thank you for all of your old school knowledge of reality. And, um, Say bye to the listeners. Bye. Bye, everyone. Thank you guys for having me. Of course. Thank you. Tom, what a wonderful interview we just had. What? <laughs> yeah. No, all of these are bad. No, just, I don't know how to start it. You're fine. Just leave that. <laughs> Kix has been like, we've been trying her. <laughs> Tom, we're trying. I'm like Barbara are Walters. Are going to post this? Yeah. Um, we're trying my I'm trying my hand <laughs> You don't need to like b- Have a voice on or anything And welcome back It doesn't have to oh. be like that <laughs> Well what a wonderful interview Okay Tom. so on Sundays on Instagram <laughs> um, I post a question box You can ask us anything Bravo reality Can be on the list As amongst anything Truly what you want We'll answer it Here right now And I'll work on my intro to this <laughs> No one cares. Okay, so the first question is excellent and is going to be hilarious. I can't wait to hear what you say. What's the story of you guys starting your podcast, whose idea, etc.? Um, so I always wanted to have a podcast and then I just was still unemployed and was like, it's time to just do this. (laughs) And so started it and then Kix was going to be like a tangential a tangential character involved in it, and then we realized we just love after we recorded the first time, I was like, well, you should just be here all the time. Yeah. So um, here I am. Yeah. So if you could be a part of one Real Housewife cast, which would it be and why? Um, well, I would. All, I want to be on Summer House because I think I would kill it on that. But then yeah. in terms of Housewives, I would say... Uh... Like, genuinely, where do you think you would, like, fit in? I mean, I think I would fit in in New York. Yeah. Like, I, I think I, I've lived here for Could almost 10 years. Like, I like OC. But I was thinking, like, <laughs> my favorite is Potomac, but why I would never want to be in that because I could then not watch it. Right. Like, I want to be a part of, I could be a part of New York and then just watch New York Legacy. Yeah, that's true. I am in the similar journey with you. I will say that... I um I don't really see myself on as, on a housewife. <laughs> well, you got to answer something. But I do think that New York, if I had a trajectory for my um a five year plan, if you will, it would be um, summer house promoted to housewife of New York City. 
I think we both could get on Summer House as a unit. Okay. I think if we just knew someone, we would be a pretty easy cast. Yeah. Because Kai was talking I about like disagree. they need a new era. Are we the era? Yeah, it's all couples right now. <laughs> Are we the era? <laughs> Are we the era? Okay, so then we're going to take a turn. Favorite Kirby, as in the... Um, Super Smash Brothers? Pink ball. Favorite Kirby <laughs> mouthful mode? <laughs> no, I, I actually think this is an iconic question. I love it. Um, I'm going to say the person's name. It's JW. I love you, JW. Um, favorite Kirby. You know, I think that the best one is probably. Don't steal mine. Well, I, I always love to play as Ganondorf, which Ganondorf has a really great like high which kick. Is iconically straight of you. Yeah, thank you. Well, guess what? That was mostly just because you would always take Kirby and then get mad yeah. if I was Kirby with the white version yeah. or something. No, I would be the black and white version. Or the yellow one. Anyways, I'd be pissed if someone else played Kirby because it's like, what's the point? But I also think that the Link, it, Link is good as well. Is that what you were going to say? As, okay, but Kirby mouthful mode. Yeah, I know. When you take the thing. Yeah, it, so your answer is Ganondorf and Link. Yeah. Got it. What's yours? Because mine was Link, and I'm pissed that you took it. But I do think Link is an iconic mouthful um, mode. I also would say Zelda. I love that bitch. You say that? I also... <laughs> She's dead. I love that bitch. <laughs> I also really liked um, her. Because she could also change. Yeah, yeah. We love a, we love a reveal. We love a trans icon. <laughs> And then lastly is from Kayla, one of my best friends who just got married. She asked me if, are you still hungover from the weekend? Are you? I didn't hear. You didn't tell us anything about your weekend. I don't even know about it. Um, It was incredible. It was fun. I tried to hook up with the photographer. It didn't work out because he's literally working. So I could, <laughs> that's not. <laughs> so that didn't work out for me. One of them was lives in Greenpoint. You couldn't get their but number? I think he's married. Um, what? You couldn't get the photographer's number? No, he was working. But you could have but given him your took, number. Literally took tons of photos of me. And can't, I can't wait till these photos come back and it's just like you like standing in the center just like staring at him. Just like, ten to, literally 10 tequilas deep. Being like, ugh, I had way too much tequila, but it was very, very fun. I was there for like a hot second, but saw everybody. I ran into... My friend and her new baby. I went out to brunch. <laughs> like, it was literally bananas. But the wedding was incredible. I didn't get laid. That's fine. My best friend is married. <laughs> you really turn up and you really are on the prowl at weddings. It's my moment to shine because I don't wear it. There's something about adding eyeshadow to my um, face that really turns me into a different person. <laughs> you get you get full Lexi. <laughs> <laughs> I will say if you're listening and you're like we have a couple more spots at a wedding Kix and I are phenomenal wedding guests mm -hmm. we will talk to anyone we are the party I'll hook up with the try to hook up with Kix will try to hook up with the, uh, anyone working the event <laughs> I'll probably end up trying to hook up with your grandmother <laughs> <laughs> um, no but I did one time second meeting was at someone's wedding. Like her wedding day was the second time I've met this person. 
and I crushed it. So we we did crush that wedding. We did. Laura, shout out. You're not listening, but hey. <laughs> Okay, um, so if you have questions, um, you can. If you have questions now, you can. You're welcome to DM me um, on Sundays at five. Uh, I forget it's at six when Tom texts me. Um, I haven't texted you in a long um, time about it. I know because I set an alarm. <laughs> ding ding. Well, that's all I have. <laughs> Great. Well, you can follow me at the Tom Hamlet. <laughs> And you can follow me at Kick Samlet. That's spelled C I X. Yes. And I am not an improv queen, but maybe I should be. <laughs> we all have talents. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can follow the podcast at Dumpster Dive Pod. And please rate, review, subscribe, share. And if you want to, you think we deserve and you're able to give monetary compensation. We also have a Patreon that we literally don't post to, but you're... I mean, um, why acknowledge something like that? <laughs> because you can monetarily give us money. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And, you know, we have... Yeah, we'll talk offline about some future <laughs> plans for that. And, um... <laughs> bye. Bye. Bye.